Hello and welcome to this episode of the How to Empower podcast. I'm your host Katie Bennett and today we'll be looking at the topic of carers and specifically people in employment with caring responsibilities, how employers can support their staff and how we all support our colleagues. Today I'm joined by Catherine Wilson, Head of Employers for Carers at Carers UK and Michelle Beardwood, Manager Tax PwC. Michelle, if I can start with you, could you share a little bit about your story and your caring responsibilities? I can, yes, uh, Katie. Um, so I joined the firm in August 2017 and I'd been with the firm just five days when my youngest daughter, Sophie, um, became was showing signs of being really unwell, but um, I took her to uh, A&E and... Um, Basically, she was diagnosed at that point with um, type one diabetes. She'd, uh, yeah, she, she was also suffering with something called diabetic ketosis, which meant she was very, very unwell. Um, we had a period of time in hospital, and um, at that point, it felt really quite overwhelming because there was a lot of information from the doctors and nurses there was trying to get a home understanding what we needed to do with her um, she was now going to be insulin dependent um, and needed to be injected multiple times a day um, so I at that point um, the work work was um, uh, from a PwC perspective was was, was amazing from the initial Sophie's unwell to Sophie's now needs all the support um, was was my managers were amazing. Um, they just gave me the time and space to be able to go and do what I needed to do. And uh, initially at that point, I thought I'm not going to be able to do this new role that I've just started. Um, I'm just I'm, I'm going to have to give it up. But um, my colleagues assured me that whatever support I needed um, was there and um, basically they just wrapped their arms around me and said you're going to be okay we're going to support you and um, whatever you and your family need we're, we're there for you. Thank you so much for being here and, and for sharing I think um, I'm sure many listeners like me you know I'm a mum and I can't imagine how hard that must have been so thank you. And Catherine um, could you tell us a bit more about your background? It's lovely to be joining you today. So I've worked in the field of employment policy and practice for several organisations and over several years now for the charity Carers UK where I lead our work on supporting carers in employment including our business forum Employers for Carers of which PwC is one of our founding members. Thank you so much for coming and I'm delighted that PwC is one of our, your founding members. I didn't know this before actually but you know, you, you shared with me that 7.7 million people in the UK are juggling their unpaid caring responsibilities with paid employment. What can employers do to help them? I think there's three key things that come up time and time again in what carers tell us about what helps them. So number one is understanding in the workplace. Number two, flexibility. And number three, information. So just to give a quick example of each, understanding is really about making caring visible in the workplace so that people understand that you as an employer recognise what caring can mean and maybe including it in staff surveys, just making it really open. 
Flexibility, I think, comes in two ways for carers. Many of us as carers, and I've been there myself, supporting my elderly parents at a distance, we need flexibility both in terms of ad hoc emergencies that occur, but also sometimes over more ongoing uh, caring situations. And so flexible working arrangements and leave can really help in that way. And then thirdly, information. I think it's about the role of the employer in signposting to workplace information that's available to help you as a carer, but also signposting to outside information that can help maybe health and wellbeing schemes or carers organisations like Carers UK. Thank you. So understanding flexibility information. Michelle, does that does that kind of resonate for you? It does. It really does. Just for us being able to know where we need to go um, or or who we can talk to or, um, you know, being able to be open and transparent with my colleagues and my line managers, my leadership team uh, about, you know, what, what was happening at home. Um, but, you know, trying to prove myself as well at the same time because I was a new employee and that trust element hadn't really kind of started properly yet. But and having having people try to empathise with, um, you know, what was happening to me outside of the workplace um, and, and being able to have no pressures. So knowing that I was told just to focus on Sophie and, and the family at home um, was it in, it was invaluable, felt invaluable. But one of the big things was as the as the weeks and months went on for me, you know, trying to navigate lots of different situations from medical teams through to school through to um, just understanding what it is we needed to do was actually having support for me there and. Um, our our healthcare process that we have um, uh, available to us at PwC it, it, that really kicked in for us um, and having counselling support available actually gave me then the, the tools I needed to be able to actually manage her diagnosis what we needed to do but then also be able to be the person I am at work as well um so yeah just having a number of things available but having people being able to show you that where you need to go for that was amazing yeah that that sounds great and i i can really you know imagine that having almost support to care for you and to help you is a really important part of this definitely definitely catherine whenever we have listeners they always ask well What's the one thing my company could do? Are there any really practical suggestions that an organisation can do or that you've seen work really well that that maybe our listeners can think about for their companies? I think um, one of the key things is to actually sort of name the issues. So uh, whether you're a manager, colleague or whoever in the workplace, just talk about caring. Just uh, mention it when you're talking about support for employee well-being or support for parents in the workplace. Just think carer, that wider aspect of caring. Just listening to what you've been saying there, Michelle, just makes me think there's so many different sorts of caring situations. There's parents like you, there's people like me that have been supporting, you know, elderly parents getting more frail and dependent many people may have uh, a partner or a sibling with a long-term condition it can be so different so that's why it's really important to 
just think about it when you're thinking about support for your colleagues more generally. And I think also modelling it is very important. So where there has been a really good example of good practice, it's really great, for example, that you're talking about how PwC have supported you, so your managers and colleagues have supported you, as well as having the information available. So I think that um, modelling it as well. And I think lastly, I would say reward it as well. So where it has been um, really good the support in the workplace it's really good to celebrate that and to talk about it so it's great that you're talking today about the support you've received too and thank you I, I really like that kind of point around naming it I think that's a real theme actually we come up again and again is we're just not talking about things which is why you know thank you both for being here today and what's really interesting we were talking about this a bit before we started recording is actually how universal caring is it's something that almost all of us will at some point experience whether or not we have yet. And that really kind of changes, I think, how much we can all think about what we can do differently. Um, now, Michelle, I know you really kind of found a lot of support from, from networks. And I was just wondering if you could tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, so um, fortunately, we have quite a number of different communities within the workplace at PwC. And um, I'm actually part of our space our dawn and our carers network and I'm in those groups for different reasons spaces a parenting uh, you know general parenting group our dawn network is for our disability um, you know people going who are supporting or have disabilities um, and then I'm also part of our carers group and one of our founder members of that group and it's been great to be able to um, a be part of those groups from a from me having other colleagues that I can talk to that may be going through um, similar or you know similar situations um, and also just to be able to feel like on those days when things have not gone so well then you can you can speak to someone within one of those groups and then also just to be able to help others who are on different parts of their journey um, so you know if someone's new to the group then we ask them to share a little bit about their experience so that actually they can find others that might be able to support them um, but yeah from from that perspective the 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 communities and the networks that we have within PwC has been um, such a really great support for me and you know and, and I feel like I'm giving and receiving as well so it's not just about taking out of out of that group it's about being able to offer something in there as well and, and that's really nice it's 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 lovely to think of as you say about sharing information and guidance as well as getting support yep. um, and that kind of mutual relationship I mean Catherine you must have seen lots of, of networks and different ways of doing this do you have any reflections on what can work well? I think it's really interesting hearing what you're saying there, Michelle, about that sort of give and take. And I think what can really work well, listening to you, but also thinking about other organisations I've worked with as well, is that um, theme about really, if it hasn't happened to you now, it could well happen to you in the future. So if you support your colleagues and show empathy and a little bit of flexibility, the chances are, if caring should come your way, they will 
give back to. It's that sort of very human give and take, isn't it, that I think a lot of us have in teams. It's good team working anyway. Yeah. It's good as yeah. colleagues and allies to support that. And we also know from our research at Carers UK that two-thirds of us will become a carer at some time during our lifetime and most likely during our working lifetime. So it, uh, as you've said earlier, Katie, it's not sort of a marginal issue. It's very much an issue. It's, it's everyone's business, really. And you've actually answered a little bit my next question already, so you're ahead of the game. But I was going to ask both of you, actually, you know, we've talked a lot about what companies can do, but I'm sure we're all listening as well as individuals who want to, to help and support colleagues or indeed friends who are carers. What one or two things can, can everybody as an individual do that, that helps? I think, personally, it's about just for people to be able to share their experiences and feel that, that they've got a safe space to be able to do that, um, that they um, feel they, they can feel supported in some way, that even if that person you're talking to is not that the right person, that someone can help them, direct them to the right place, really. I think that's a really great suggestion, Michelle, and I think, you know, building on that, I would say, you know, try to create safe spaces wherever you can as a colleague as a friend in the workplace as a line manager help to create a safe space it's just good practice as a human being to be approachable isn't it and interested in listening and I think also just having a bit of imagination the phrase you know walking in someone's shoes just think well what would I feel if that happened to me just sort of taking a little bit of time to reflect and think how would I feel and what would really help me because it could well happen to you, but even if it hasn't, it's a it's a nice human thing to do just to think about how you know others are how you're treating others and how you'd wish to be treated yourself. Now, um, we're kind of drawing to an end, and we like to finish every podcast with the same question, um, which is, how do you feel empowered? What makes you feel empowered? So, I think I sprang this question on you. So you're both, <laughs> you're both thinking about it right now. I can tell. Um, so no pressure, but. <laughs> Michelle, any reflections? Um, what makes me feel empowered is just being allowed to be open and transparent and honest about, you know, where I am and who I am, and um, but also, you know, what's going on uh, on the wider scale for me. So just being allowed to be th be those is is great. And I think following on from that, what makes me feel empowered is seeing other people who are clearly talking about their own experiences and own lives and feeling empowered. And that's really motivating and encouraging when you see other people in similar situations or different situations, just talking about things outside work as well as in work that's really helping. Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you, Casey. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks very much. That draws us to the close of another episode of How to Empower. This has been another great conversation and I'd like to thank Catherine and Michelle for joining me. For more information, please do look at the Carers UK website. Thank you to our listeners. If you'd like to keep up to date with future episodes, please like and subscribe. Subscribe.